Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new series called Kayla Runs a Half Marathon, where I'll be coaching and interviewing aspiring distance runner Kayla Roten through her journey to her first half marathon. Follow week by week as Kayla trains for her big day and let's find out together what it takes to cross the finish line. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Kayla, we're getting close. Only a couple weeks I away. Know. How are you feeling? I, I know. I'm feeling um, good. Really excited. Excited to um, to get there and to do it, you know? Yeah. I'm staring at a calendar right now. We've got all this next week, a full week after that, and then two days into the following week because the race is on Monday the 4th, which is Labor Day. So really it's like taper time. It's time to kind of dial things back, recover, and get those legs as fresh as possible for, for race day. So I'm really excited for you. Great. <laughs> I'm excited for that too. I just, it's, I cannot believe that it's so close. Yeah. I'm I really excited. Well, do you feel prepared or do you still feel like there's more that could have been done or I guess in general, how are you feeling? I, I feel pretty good. Um, I know I sent you the screenshot from my last, from my long run and I wasn't able to do 12. Um, but That's that okay. was, you know, under your advice about like with my hip and stuff. Yeah. So I am, I'm a little nervous about my hip. I think that the, um, the tapering and stuff will be good for it. So that's just the only thing I'm a little nervous about. But even on that run where I didn't do 12, I still did a good amount. And like, it seemed <laughs> still better than my last two long runs in terms of like how I was feeling. So that makes yeah. me feel like really hopeful and, and I'm just excited. And like the fact that now I'm running with a friend, um, my friend, Rachel, who I've been doing the long run runs with, I'm just like excited to experience it and, and feeling good. And I don't think we could have done, um, anything better. And I'm trying not to play the, um, you know, like when I look back and I'm like, Oh, like I can see you know, the runs where I maybe like took it easy, where I could have challenged myself. Like I'm trying not to be, to have any regrets with my training because I, I was like really pretty darn consistent and yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to be proud of like everything I've done because I've worked really hard. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. For sure. I mean, you've done everything I've asked you to do and we've really built you up slowly and the hip thing's a bit of a bummer and, and you know, that that's totally normal to have some kind of niggle or pain or whatever word you want to use to describe it come up. I mean, you're, you're just, you're going to have that when you're going from little running to trying to ramp up this much. And 
um just to just to just to kind of zoom in on that issue real quick is it something that kind of stops you in your tracks and you're like oh that hurts hurts with every step or is it just kind of more a noticeable pain that you can run through yeah good question it's um it's more a, a it does not stop me in my tracks this run did have it was the worst that it has been um so if I can just like kind of talk about that really fast to give you a better yeah. idea of what it's like. Sure. Um, so on the run, I was feeling really good. Um, we were taking it pretty easy, um, easier than our last two runs in terms of like pace and stuff. Um, I think our pace was averaging about 13, uh, around 13 minutes to 1320 minute miles, Mm -hmm. uh, which is like a little slower than, um, I would say my like average is now, maybe that's about it. I don't know. I like to think that's a little slower than my average, but we were purposely taking it easy. Um, and then it's like, at some point it's like, I can just like feel my hip. Like it's not necessarily like a bad pain, but it's like, I can feel it starting to like kind of tighten and um, like a dull, like a dull pain. So it's like not terrible. Um, So I was starting to feel that around like seven. And I think the mistake was I, because I felt it, I was like, let me like walk for a second to give it like a, like a little bit of a break and then keep going. And it was it was the like walking like the stopping of movement that yeah. kind of so then like everything kind of like tightened up really bad yeah um and so then when i went to start again then it was like it hurt a lot more so it was okay. it was like a it was like more tight so that it was causing me more pain and not like tear like i don't want to say it was like I don't think it's an injury. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's not like unbearable. Um, but when I did start again, it did hurt enough that I was like, I think I need a stretch for a second. Yeah. Like, so we actually stopped at about eight and a half miles. Um, yeah, I was like, I, I think I need to stretch this. Like it's, it was just like too tight that it, it was like hurting more. Like it yeah. hurt to take steps. And this was just kind of a funny thing. Rachel's like, okay, here, like, let's do these stretches. Um, and she's like, here, let's lay down on the ground and do some stretches. And so we were like, we lay down right off the trail and we like look up. So like we lay on our backs and look up and we're like directly underneath like three cameras, like the trail cameras. It's like, yeah. of course, the one spot that we decide to lay down. <laughs> it's like, okay, someone's like watching us like just lay on the ground here. That was just kind of funny. We chuckled for a minute. Um, yeah, so I did some stretching. Um, but yeah, when we stopped to stretch my hips, they did like the, it was the worst that it had been like for a second, they did feel like they kind of gave out and I like, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just so weird. And so that it like kind of concerned me. So we did stretch and then just took it easy for the rest of the run. We just kind of ran back at that point. Um, so I ended up doing about 10 and a half miles total yeah um which i just like i was happy to get over 10 um 
I was kind of like, once I realized that my hips were bothering me at, you know, that mile seven or whatever, I was like, well, hopefully I can get to 10 and like, then I'll be like happy with it. I wouldn't like regret stopping early. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. It's, it's not like an unbearable pain. It's just this weird kind of like tightening that happens. And so then it kind of hurts. Um, it has been kind of like tight slash sore um yesterday and today so like just okay. i'm just doing more stretching i probably yeah. should be icing um icing it but yeah i'm not sure i was going to ask you if you thought like for race day like i don't think i'm going to be doing any damage like i don't think it's that i think it's just my hip has had a lot on it and because this is the same hip that was bothering me at the very beginning like when i was yeah first starting so i think it's just kind of exhausted yeah exactly this is it sounds like something that is just it's kind of overused just tight and a lot of pounding and you know it'll it'll after a couple weeks of lowering volume it should feel a whole lot better on race day and you should be able to push through it this is why though i always recommend to everybody when you're training for a race like this to have a, a good physical therapist in your kind of in your pocket i guess that's not the right phrase to use but like you know what i mean someone that you can you can check in with frequently um that you could go see like at this stage and say all right here's what i'm feeling am i safe to race and so if you have anyone that you can see locally great if you don't um you know i I guess just pay really close attention to it on these next couple weeks worth of runs and make sure it's not getting worse so uh, it doesn't sound to me, and again, I'm not a medical professional, but it doesn't sound to me like it's something that's major. Um, although I don't want to say that because I could be totally wrong, not knowing enough about, you know, about how biology yeah. and medicine works and all of that. So <laughs> it's, yeah, it's and- such a slippery slope because I could tell you, I could sit here and tell you, oh, yeah, you'll be fine. And then it's like a tear. And then now you have to have surgery. And then I'm like in big trouble. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or it's nothing at all. And you'll be totally fine. I just, I'm not qualified to answer that but i would say yeah if, if my professional recommendation is just check in with the pt and you know you should be fine yeah thank you i um yeah because i i don't think it's anything like that and like even though that's not my husband's specialty like he doesn't think so either i do think that if i was to or when i train more like if i ever do decide to go for bigger races or maybe even another half I might try to have um like start with a PT like you said earlier because you have like you've had good success with PT and stuff and obviously that's like a great resource so I think like knowing that this is maybe something that will come up again I might start that earlier so I'm not like at the end like here and being like hey this you know nothing about like my experience so far but here's this (laughs) you know what I mean But, um, yeah, I'm not too, I'm not like too concerned about, um, that I'm just more worried that like it will affect my race. And like, I don't want to be like, I'll be able to do it. And I, I'm going to be totally happy with like just completing because that's my goal. Yeah. But I just don't want to be disappointed if, yeah, I don't know. I just need to get over that because I just need to be happy with whatever happens. Well, let, let's take it one day at a time over this next week and, and we'll, we'll revisit on next week, next week's episode and, and see if, you know, if we really need to 
pivot. But the thing is, I have not had a single race where I haven't had something come up a few weeks prior that I'm like, oh, what is that? What's that? What's that pain? What's that thing going on? And then I always go see my PT and he always puts me at ease and says, no, you're fine. You didn't pull anything. You didn't tear anything. You're, you're good. Like run through it. Like this most recent, when I had my triathlon, it was something with my calf. And he's like, you have a grade one strain in your calf. He's like, you're going to be fine. You can run through it. He's like, don't push it too hard. Cause you'll, you'll make it worse. And now it'll be a grade two. And then it's going to be, you know, three months recovery versus two weeks recovery. And so just those types of things that a physical therapist can diagnose and tell you for the most part, you know, whether or not you can have the confidence to continue to train. But in this case, it doesn't sound like it's an injury. It just sounds like it's, like you said, soreness from repeated training. And so, um, so let's, let's move on to kind of the next point, which is what is this next week going to look like? Um, because now that you've hit your peak and you're moving on to kind of these last two weeks, what I'd like for you to do is tomorrow, Monday, do some cross training and, and make sure something that's not going to hurt your hip. So, um, I, I know you've had good luck with cycling in the past. You've done some elliptical, any, anything in that realm or, or, or swimming or something that is going to be kind of taking pressure off of that hip. I, I, it's just probably good that you're not being completely sedentary for like yeah. several days in a row. I think it's good that you get your body moving, get some blood flow going. So is there any cross training that you think would put minimal strain on your hip from, from what you've experienced in the last 15 or so weeks? Um, yeah, I, I think probably like for me, well, I want to say cycling just cause when I've done elliptical, um, I don't know if it's because it's more of a full body movement or whatever. Like I've cut, at least recently I've like kind of felt it more after, um, yeah. But I think maybe I, because there is a pool, I'll have to look at the um, swimming. I feel like swimming would probably be really good. Yeah. Um, I'll just have to look at the pool schedule and see. I There's probably times um, I can go in tomorrow. So I'll probably try that tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but just, just get out there and, and do some, like some freestyle or some breaststroke or um, even just like some aqua jogging, like just kind of walking in the water, um, kind of jogging to the other end of the pool. That, that can all be helpful just to get your body moving. Um, how does it feel to walk? I know you said it's feeling kind of tight, but are you feeling like when you're yeah. walking, is it feeling tight? Uh, no, walking has been good. It's been more like um, some certain movements, like when I've been reaching for certain things and like maybe have moved my body in a way that's not normal, you know, like reaching up yeah. for a shelf or something or standing on one leg. Um, and then if I like, like right now I'm kind of pushing on it. I think it is the hip. Now it's like the hip flexor area on that hip. So like when I push on it, it's like kind of tender, but um, yeah. Yeah. Not just like general walking. It's been like kind of other movements that aren't like normal where I've just kind of noticed like, oh, okay, that's like just a little tender. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you can't do any cross training, maybe just like go for a walk for 20 minutes and that, that'll be fine. Um, so that's Monday, Tuesday, if you're feeling good, if your body's feeling ready to, to start running, do three miles, Wednesday, rest Thursday, do four miles. If you're feeling good, Friday, rest 
And then Saturday, I want you to do six miles and then Sunday rest. So we're just kind of building in some mileage, but resting, you know, and just yeah. keeping you warm, but also letting your body recover and rest. And so um, let me know how that goes. If any one of those runs, so that's a total of 13 miles for this coming week. If any one of those miles or, or I guess runs, you start to feel that hip pain again, let me know immediately. Um, because I, I, what I would love, cause you said that starting at six miles is really when you're feeling at six, seven miles. I'm hoping that comes Saturday, you won't feel that pain at all. Cause we're going to stay kind of under that threshold where you start to feel it. Yeah. I think that I was kind of hoping that six miles would be my, my long run this week. Um, cause it usually has been oh, somewhere over six that I felt it. So yeah. on the run with Rachel, I'm like, I'm hoping he has me do six. Cause I think that I could do that and like feel really good. Um, yeah after it so that sounds great perfect yeah and that way you know you're keeping your legs warm you're not losing fitness you're kind of maintaining um we're dialing back your mileage from like low 20s down to about 13 so it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty big drop but again we're trying to get you to recover here and then next week it's even going to be fewer miles as we get you to to recover even more and then boom monday it'll be it'll be go time so um oh, we'll do some shakeout what's that i just said that's exciting yeah so yeah close. we'll do some shakeout runs like a few days before and the day before but it'll be really short just to keep you loose but um but yeah so i guess any aside from the hip stuff and what your plan is this coming week any questions um well just about tapering um i know you had like texted me and said it was like time to taper is that um is two weeks of tapering like typical do it does it just change person to person like kind of in the training cycle how long um do you usually start that out of like away from the race day so for marathon they usually say about three weeks for a half marathon a lot of people don't even taper they just they go straight into it but those are people who are doing a lot of miles i think in your case it makes a lot of sense especially because your longer runs are kind of the equivalent of like time-wise, what um, it kind of maxes out anyways. So, you know, we've mm -hmm. talked a lot about that two-and-a-half to three-hour mark. You don't really want to go over that even for a marathon when training. And so um, be because that's kind of the time that you've been on your feet, uh, I, I think that a, a true taper here of about two weeks is the right number for you, um, which is what we're doing. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess it just kind of depends on the person, depends on the race, but two weeks will be plenty. The idea is that you're not going to build any fitness within a two week period of your race. So like if this week you went hard and you put in a ton of miles and you did a bunch of strength training and you did some, you know, speed workouts and that sort of thing, you would be more negatively impacted for race day because of all the wear and tear on your legs and not enough time to recover than you would to reap the benefits of that. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So within this two week period, really all we want to do is maintain and let you recover. And we don't want to just go sit on the couch because then our legs are going to tighten up and we're going to, um, not necessarily, I mean, you'll lose a little bit of fitness. Um, but, but the main concern really is just to try to keep your legs in the rhythm of, of running and being used to that, that, um, kind of that motion and, and keeping your muscles awake and, and ready to run. Um, so yeah. Does that answer the question about the taper? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. yeah no problem. It, yeah. To totally a normal process. And by the way, during the taper, 
a lot of things can happen to runners. Like some runners get kind of antsy, you know, cause they're used to running a ton of miles and, and then it, 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 it gets cut way back and they start to just get jittery or they start to get kind of depressed or they start to, like, there's a lot of symptoms that people experience during the taper. People start like binge eating and just all kinds of things start happening. That's, that might feel odd or like, you know, injuries and, or what appears to be injuries or things that kind of like mental struggles, all those types of things start to happen as you psych yourself out for race day. So, um, that's why I think it's great that, that you and I are talking so frequently that, you know, if you, if you do this week and next week happen to have any like dark moments, just talk to me, I'd be happy to talk you through it regarding the race and regarding, you know, wh- where you've been and, and, and where, how far you've come, you know, it's totally normal to be having just like this mix of emotions. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, thank you. I'll let you know. Um, cool. That's good to know, like, just in case I do, because otherwise I might've been like, okay, what's happening to me, you know? So it's nice yeah. to, like, not nice. Yeah. It's good to know that if I do experience those, those are normal and it's not like um, something wrong with me or something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and like, I don't know when I, when I go, so when I do lots of races back to back, I don't get nervous for, for the next, you know, the subsequent races. Like for example, last year I did the, um, the half iron man. And then like a few weeks later I did the New York city marathon. I wasn't really ever nervous for the New York city marathon. I was just excited about it, but that's because I had come off of a race a few weeks prior. Right. And then when I just did my half iron man, I was not super nervous because I had just done that triathlon a couple weeks before. And so my body was kind of, and my mind were kind of back in that race zone. Um, but when you're coming off of like an off season and, and getting back into your first race of the season, or in your case, doing your first race ever, totally normal to have jitters. And like the whole week before, just you're thinking about it constantly. And Hey, if you don't have that experience, great, because sometimes <laughs> it can feel a little uncomfortable. Um, but just know that's normal. And, and that adrenaline, that you're going to feel on race morning because you're just all this tension has built up is going to help you. You're going to go out strong and you're going to, you're just going to feel more powerful than ever. And that's a really, really cool feeling on race day. Oh, good. I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Um, yeah. yeah, I, right now I'm just excited, but I have noticed like as it gets, as it's getting closer, like I do think about it way more and I'm already thinking about it every day because I'm like doing something like training for it. Yeah. But I can, I just know I'm I am thinking about it more and more. So I'm sure that's gonna increase as we get closer and closer. Um and it'll be nice to have that boost. I did like one positive with this run, the ten and a half, is even though I didn't make twelve, I still did run 12, 10 and a half miles. And like totally. those ten and a half, aside Rachel asked me, she's like, Okay, aside from the hip, like, how do you feel about this run? Um, like while we were still while we were finishing up. And aside from the hip, like, I still felt a lot better than I did on, like, the last 10, like, the 10 yeah. that I really struggled on. And I even felt better than the 11-mile one I did. I think it's partly because we were at an easier pace. Yeah. Um, but, like, that is all progress. And so, yeah, if I can yeah. be even better than that on race day, like, that'll be awesome. It will. I can, I can, I can, I can't promise it entirely because (laughs) anything can happen but just based on experience and working with a couple of other runners in the past I mean 
you are going to feel so much better on race day. You're going to be rusted. Like, think about when you did your 11-mile run, you were coming off of many weeks prior um, of of training. And when you did your 10-and-a-half-mile run this past week, you came off of the prior week doing 11. So your legs are tired. Your body is tired. You're exhausted. All of that is going to be better on race day. Like, you're going to feel recovered. Your legs are going to be fresh. And... And, and, and that does make a huge difference. So, um, yeah, just trust in the process, trust in the plan and just listen to your body as we've talked about many, many times. Um, if that hip is starting to feel worse, just keep me posted. But yeah, hopefully this week we've designed a a plan that's, you know, good enough and easy enough for you to kind of get in the miles, maintain, but also get in a lot of recovery and, and focus on sleep and hydration. You know, now is time to really start dialing that in on nutrition and, you know, just maybe start cutting out a ton of the excess junk. If, if, if you're in the habit of eating junk food, you know, let's start cutting that out. Let's, you know, let's really think about everything we put in our bodies. Is it going to help us on race day and start drinking water and electrolytes? And it's, it's premature to like go, go ham on the water. Um, you know, a, a few days before race, we want you really hydrating a ton, but um, I mean, in general, it's good practice to be hydrating. Yeah. Okay. And I'm glad you said that because actually, um, a listener reached out to me this last week and she, um, is just, you know, starting to get into it, starting to train. And she asked me if I ever have experienced like heavy legs, like when I run, um, which I think I talked about on the podcast before, but, um, she like asked me if I have, and, kind of how I've gotten over that or something. And um, from what I remember, like I have experienced where like on a run, my legs just feel like really heavy. And I told her that like, from what I can remember that always happened when I either wasn't, didn't have enough sleep. Like I just was like tired or like I knew that I hadn't had enough water. Like, Mm the night, like, like the day before I hadn't have had enough water or I was just like really tired. Like I didn't get enough sleep the night before. And like, that just made me feel like more sluggish and my legs heavier. Um, which yeah, like it's, and everyone's going to be different, but like, I think those are two pretty general, like (laughs) causes of that probably. Um, so yeah, it was, it was just like a nice reminder for myself too, like, Everything that you're doing, especially if you're training for something, like you're training for a race, it really does, like, everything should be intentional. Um, Where, like, when you're just, like, trying to keep maintain your fitness and you're not maybe taking it as seriously, um, you don't have to, like, be as intentional. But, yeah, like, through this process, I've seen that everything really does need to be intentional if you are, like, I am working towards something and... I'm trying to reach this goal. And so I'm going to want to set myself up for the best success for that. Yeah, totally. Well, good. I'm I'm glad that, 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 um, has been your mindset and regarding heavy legs. Yeah, totally, totally normal part of the process while you're training because you're just putting so many miles on your legs and they're sore, but you got to keep pushing through it. I've experienced that. And, um, you mentioned hydration and sleep and that those are great points for me. It's also been when I'm, uh, when my nutrition's not spot on. Um, I can remember a time when I tried the keto diet 
And I'm like, all right, I'm going to eat nothing but protein and fat, and I'm not going to eat any carbs. And I can tell you my runs during that short period, I'll say, because it was miserable. But during that short period, my runs, my legs were on fire. Like they just felt sluggish and they just burned. And it was just, I, I, I think there's a correlation there, at least for me, um, with not having the right nutrition to main, maintain you know, energy for those runs. So just a thought there. Hopefully yeah. that helps the listener. Oh, I definitely agree with that too. And I, um, I've actually made the same meal every Friday <laughs> for oh, nice. probably like the last six weeks, maybe it's been a while. Sure. It happens to be a meal I love. It's this pasta dish, um, that is delicious, but I've just like realized that it has everything I need and I feel really great the next day. Like it just, it works well for me. Um, and yeah, anyway, it's just been funny, like learning those things. I do think as much as I do let myself enjoy, you know, every food group, like I had dessert tonight, like made a cake and everything. Um, yeah, it, it does make a difference what you are putting in your body, which makes yeah. sense. I saw your Instagram story. It was hilarious about the oh my gosh, cake the cake disaster and <laughs> not turning out how you wanted. It reminded me so much of my wife. It wasn't even funny. Like we have those moments where you invite people over and you're like, I'm going to try this new thing. And then it just goes horribly. I know. (laughs) I don't know why I do that. I literally like I do this every time I invite someone over and I always just want to try a new recipe. And my husband's like, just make something that you know, like is going to turn out great. And I'm like, no. So yeah, for (laughs) listeners who maybe don't follow, I, um, was making this new cake. It's like a, I just wanted to try this chocolate cake recipe. It was a three layer. Um, I decided to make it three layer cake. It wasn't like supposed to be. So I like make these three layers and then I go to make the frosting today and I didn't have enough powdered sugar. So I had to like run to my neighbor's house down the street to get powdered sugar. And then I just put in too much milk. And so it was the f- icing was liquidy is like a ganache icing. And so the layers were like going all over the place. So I made just three I just kept the layer separate and my daughter was like why is it not tall like it's supposed to be I'm like (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) but it's still yummy it was still good and um it worked like really well for serving it because it was just easier to cut as like single layers but yeah it was just kind of a funny that's funny funny guffaw oh and and speaking of something we talked about in the past not running related you mentioned bocce ball or botch however you say that yes um so you were the first time I've ever heard of that was when you mentioned it. And then, and it's not a new thing. I I thought maybe this is a new sport or whatever. And then last night for the first time I played it with some friends, it oh. was tons of fun. So just oh, kind of a good to know. Moment. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so fun. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like bowling and darts in a field with a ball with multiple <laughs> balls. It's kind of weird, but um, yeah, lots of fun. So um oh, good <laughs> yeah so i was thinking about your comment when when we were playing yeah um, the bocce um the bocce club down here at the beach that's funny yeah i could see it being a nice beach game because of the sand and we were playing in a grass field and it was different because the ball would roll and anyways uh back to running um any <laughs> other questions for this coming week um i well, I guess so. One question. Um, I had thought about maybe 
and I don't know if this would even be helpful. This again would probably be a question for PT, but um, in the past, my friend Rachel has like taped her hips um, for running and stuff. I mean, do you think like we'll just wait and see how I feel before we like think about that, or it's probably not necessary? Well, just I said, what do you? What's the recommendation for ice so, for you? Yeah, my, my recommendation would be get some kt tape if you have some or if your friend can give you some go on youtube and type like the part of your hip that's hurting and type like kt tape on like you said hip flexor right hip flexor and then they'll have a certain method to do it where you'll maybe cut a slice of the tape and tear it here and stretch it there and they'll they'll show you how to do it i've done it in the past on my knee and a couple of other places um and i, I don't think it would hurt i mean seriously try it and I'd rather you try it now than try it the week before the race. So if that's something you think that'll help for sure, uh, I'm definitely not going to discourage that. Okay. Yeah. I might try it. And as we were talking about it, Rachel was like, for, cause for herself, um, on a previous race she did, she was having kind of similar issues to what I've been experiencing. And she said it did help her. And she's like, I'm not sure if it was just a mental thing or if it really did. So I'm like, Hey, even if it's like a placebo effect, like I'll take it. Yeah. Like if it's going to, um help me because that is it is uh, kind of becoming this mental thing too um where I'm like on the run I'm like always thinking about it because I don't I'm like is it gonna start hurting kind of thing yeah. so um yeah. yeah I'm just trying to like kind of work through that and it'll totally. it'll all work itself out I'm sure yeah absolutely and like the thing you have to think about is you know, you and I are normal people. We have families and jobs and different things, right? And the professional runners, they have stuff like this come up, but they have daily massages and PT appointments and like all the things. They have all the resources. That's their job, right? And so like this happens to every runner, unless you're just some freak who does like these streaks. Like I've seen a guy on Instagram that I follow who's on like a three or four year running streak. He's run every day for three years straight or whatever. Oh my gosh. Um, a lot of people do that, which is kind of crazy to me, but some people I just, I guess are not injury prone, but I, I certainly am like, it happens to me all the time. Something always comes up. Um, so, you know, this is just part of the process and it's frustrating and you know, you wish it wasn't, but, um, thank goodness it's not something worse that's got you sidelined and so but yeah try that try the tape and let's just see how it goes this week and next week we'll talk and i have a feeling you're gonna say it felt great this week and <laughs> be super excited and confident for the race and you know if that's not the case then let me know and we'll we'll talk through it and we'll figure out a solution okay i think it's gonna be like that too it's gonna be a yeah. great week <laughs> it is you celebrate your wins i mean you're done with your long runs um no more long runs until race day so that's really exciting that is exciting. <laughs> you can finally sleep on Saturdays. Oh my more. gosh. I I am excited to be able to sleep in on Saturdays. That is one thing for sure. <laughs> That's one of the biggest wins. You know what? I, I never will take a weekend for granted anymore since I started doing endurance sports. Because when I'm training, I'm like, all right, I got to get my sleep and I got to train and I got to, you know, try to enjoy the left, the, the, the part of the weekend that I have left. And then when I'm off a, of, a, of a race and I'm kind of on an off season, I am so grateful for the time that I have. And I'm like, let's go do something. Let's enjoy our time versus when I never did anything like this. The weekend's just like, I, I guess I kind of just took them for granted. And um, 
yeah, it's just been nice to have that new perspective. Yeah. And I, I do think, um, a friend recently asked me, cause she started training and she's like, are you just tired all the time? I'm just tired all the time. And I have noticed that, um, I am sleepier all the time. Like, like at night I'm like ready for sleep. Yeah. Like I'm just tired that way. But in general, like throughout the day, I feel more energetic. Like we had talked about this before. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like on Saturdays, because I go out so early, it's still a long time I'm running, but I'm done. Like my kids had just eaten breakfast, you know, and then I'm done. So I have the whole day. So yeah, like in general, I'm still like more productive and energetic, but yeah, I, I'm not going to take advantage of like any sleep (laughs) I can get, um, in the future, like even being able to sleep in till like eight, if that ever happens again on a Saturday, I'll be like, this is amazing. (laughs) Well, exactly. Yeah. Before training, you're, you're like, oh, I slept till eight. Like that's an early Saturday. Now you're like, wow, I slept till eight. This is amazing. Saturday. (laughs) Like that happened to me today. I, I, I think I went to bed at midnight and I woke up at seven and I was like, wow, like I got to sleep until seven, you know? Um, but yeah, it's, it's funny. It changes your, your perspective a little bit. Definitely. Well, um, anything else? Nothing else. Yeah. Excited to report back next week. Cool. Well, I'm excited to hear it. Keep me posted. And I know listeners are excited to hear these next couple of weeks. So if anyone out there is listening that wants any last questions for Kayla before we kind of wrap up this series, um, we've got, you know, next next Sunday we'll be doing a, another one of these type episodes, which comes out on Monday. And then after that, it's I guess we will technically the night before your race have one more episode. Um, yeah. and then maybe we should probably do like uh, or maybe we. Yeah, I think we do an episode the night before your race to get how you're feeling. But we'll try to do it like earlier so you can get some rest and then. Maybe we do it like the day after or a couple of days after the race when you've had a chance to recover. We hop on and do an episode so that we're not waiting for like the whole week. <laughs> Leave them in suspense. Yeah, I, that would be great. Cool. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks, Kayla. Take it easy. Thank you so much, Harrison. Talk okay. to you later. See ya. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Instagram at Crummy Marathoners. We'd love to hear your feedback and take any questions you might have. Also, Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes come out. And please leave us a five-star review so more people can join this running journey with us. Our theme song is Change the World by Breck. You can find his music on Spotify, searching B-R-E-K-K.